0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And a good Saturday morning, once again, 32 degrees in Kalamazoo at WKZO. And welcome to this morning's edition of Creative Cafe, once again, providing that inside look at the art scene here in the Kalamazoo area. And those who are making a difference, get things underway and say good morning to Kristen Chesick.
1: Good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And we're happy that you're here with us today. I have the honor and privilege of speaking with Kathy Hewling. She's the Artistic Director of the Ballet Arts Ensemble. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Welcome to Creative Cafe. What is your favorite morning beverage? Hmm. Coffee. Coffee. Black. Yeah. 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 Just keep it simple. (laughs) Yep. Are you uh, the kind of person who does uh,
2: two or three cups or? You know, I'm actually at that point in my life where I have to do decaf.
1: I hate to say. Uh, okay. Maybe right. two cups of decaf, but uh-huh. it keeps the jitters away. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but it's that sense memory, right? The taste oh, wakes you up a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Well, I'm not at the decaf stage yet, um, but definitely, <laughs> definitely black coffee. It's a way yep. to go. Yep. So Ballet Arts Ensemble was established here in 1982. Um, you choose your company through open auditions and your dancers are middle school and high school age but we're here today because you're celebrating 40 years of dance with the ballet arts That's right that's a long time to be an ensemble in Kalamazoo
2: it is Um, it's it's very special that we have been around for that length of time and we have the degree of success that we have
1: right and how long have you been with the company since the beginning Okay. 1982.
2: Uh-huh. I moved here from Grand Rapids, and I got involved with a studio, Ballet Arts. And uh, yeah, I was a performer, I was a teacher, choreographer, ballet mistress, and then finally became the director in 2001. Right, right. And so what what is your background? I grew up in Grand Rapids, as I said, and I studied with Sally Seven, who. She was a soloist with the Ballet Russe de Monte Carlo and when she retired from her professional career she came to Grand Rapids with the intentions of building a professional ballet company, which she did. Okay. And I was part of a very small group of dancers Uh, At her school, she went around. We danced everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. So she was trying to promote this beautiful art form in that community and to get support for building a professional company, and and that's ultimately what happened. The Grand Rapids Ballet is Michigan's only professional company, and they're pretty amazing. I just saw their Romeo and Juliet, and it was top-notch. It was beautiful. Oh,
1: good, good. Alright, so uh, you moved down from Grand Rapids after being with uh, Grand Rapids Ballet, um, but your choreography actually extends past ballet. I understand that you worked for a little while with uh, Grand Rapids Civic Theater?
2: I did. I did a lot of musical theater. Um, I, I can't even begin to list all of the the productions that I was involved in. I, I wanted to be in every Musical that they put on, and I was pretty much in <laughs> okay. the summer stock. You know, a uh, Circle in the Park. I did all their summer pr- uh, plays, mm, okay. and I got opportunities to choreograph uh, for for many musicals. And then after I moved to Kalamazoo, I got involved with high school musicals and with the Kindleberger Park Festival, and so I was able to get opportunities to do that again, working with high school, right. middle school age kids.
1: Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So do you have a, a favorite musical that you've worked on?
2: Um, hmm, that's a good question. But you've done so many. I've done so many. I, I really don't think so. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm from the old school. I uh-huh. enjoy the old Musicals, you know, Brigadoon Uh and Music Man and Fiddler on the Roof. And I've done all of the old Carousel and uh, My Fair Lady and, you know, all of those kinds of musicals. So I love them all.
1: Okay. Okay. And your choreography actually extends past ballet, past theater, and your choreography appears in a film. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Sure. What an experience that was. Uh Um, The movie was called Cherry. Okay. And this was back in 2000, what eight, nine, ten, when when kind of the, the automotive industry was kind of tanking at that time, and a lot of businesses were shutting down. And Hollywood, mer- it just you know suddenly appeared in Michigan, mm-hmm. and they filmed one of their films in Kalamazoo, which is really cool because you see Western, you see K College, the Quad, you see you know all these familiar things that we all know in Kalamazoo. So anyway, uh, one of the producers called me up one day, and he said, "Do you think? I know you're a ballet teacher, Kathy, but do you think you could do a couple drunken salsa scenes for us in this movie?" <laughs> and I, I went, "Yeah, yeah, I think I can do that." You know, it's like yeah. I've done enough musicals, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So I got the opportunity to work with their two leading actresses, and uh-huh. and that was a wonderful experience. Um, the the director Jeffrey Fine asked me at one point he says "What do you think of the movie industry now mm-hmm. and I, I was picking my words very carefully because I said to him <laughs> let me just say this I have a new profound respect for the movie industry sure it is grueling and it is you don't have that that immediate response from people reacting to your Performance like you do in live theater. Mm -hmm. And I would drink a pot of coffee, caffeinated back then. Sure. And uh, say goodnight to my husband and go off to rehearsal at 11 o'clock at night, not get home until three or four in the morning. I couldn't believe the schedule that they had. Right. So when the producer asked me after it was all said and done, if I would be their resident choreographer, I declined.
1: Ah, I gotcha. <laughs> okay. So one and done in, one. on the film, but you do have film under your belt as well. What an yeah. amazing experience. It was. So I'm the, glad the I did it. So the film was
2: Cherry. Cherry. And what is the film about? It's a story about a, a kid in college mm-hmm. who becomes entangled in a relationship with a mother and her daughter.
1: Oh, okay. It's All about
2: right. maturing. It's a very, it's very <laughs> R-rated, okay. very R-rated. Okay. And, um, of course, it takes place, a lot of the scenes were filmed in the dorms at, at Western and at K College. So okay. it's very good. It's well done. All right, Yeah, look it it up. It's out there.
1: Yeah, we'll have to look it up. I'm sure we can find it maybe Netflix or Amazon. Oh, yeah, it's there. Somewhere in there. Okay. So with the Ballet Arts Ensemble, you work with youth now, and Mm -hmm. it sounds like you have a long history of working with youth through not only your work in Grand Rapids, but with the Ballet Arts Ensemble and with um, the theater's productions that you've done. What draws you to work with youth? You know, I don't know. I might
2: have just fallen into that accidentally because I started working at the y w c a and like I said, I started teaching at different studios. Um, I really like high school age kids i just mm-hmm. i I really connect with them for some reason. I have four children of my own. I have nine grandchildren you know i i I like young people, and it became very clear to me um, over the years that. This wonderful art form of classical ballet—it's such a hard discipline. It's one of the harder dance forms mm-hmm. to be disciplined in, and um, it's very structured and it's very rigid. And you have to—you have to. These these girls who dance in this company do a lot of training mm-hmm. to get there, and they have to achieve a certain skill level to get into the ensemble. Um, but I've I've found out through the years that. Their training as dancers in the classroom, whether they're in ensemble or not, Mm -hmm. um, gives them so much self-confidence, the discipline, the structure, but yet it allows them to be creative. And I think today a lot of young people don't get those opportunities to really expand their minds and be creative. Everything is out there for them. Right. And, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have movies and television and all that kind of stuff for computers. We had to go out and create our own entertainment. Right, right. And I, it breaks my heart that kids don't really do it that way anymore.
1: True, true.
2: So when they come into the classroom, I tell them, you know, this is, you, you leave the outside world out there. Come into the classroom, enjoy what you're doing here, and um, I think it prepares them for so many things whatever they want to do in the future whether they dance or not it gives them the structure and the discipline to to be successful
1: sure sure and i think you hit on something that this idea of um, excelling at a skill learning a technique excelling at a technique and how that actually opens up your creativity um, which i don't know that folks that are not um, creatively inclined or have not taken dance or theater or music quite understand that there is a lot of technique that goes behind this ultimate ability to create. So how long do these kids take class for?
2: Um, The ones in the ensemble typically will start as young children Mm -hmm. and then um, you can't audition for the ensemble until you're 12 and girls have to be in point shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, They've had to achieve that and so I would say the average Ensemble member is in the company for maybe three or four years.
1: Okay. Okay. So you can take classes with ballet arts without being in the ensemble. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. The ensemble is a very small percentage of the student body there. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, we have to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Kathy Hewling, the Artistic Director of Ballet Arts Ensemble, who are celebrating their 40th year in production. We'll be right back.
0: Creative expression comes in all shapes, styles, and forms. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo invites you to get involved in your local art scene. Are you an artist, playwright, actor, musician, or photographer? Do you make your living providing creative connections for others? Or do you engage in artistic expression as a way to fulfill a need to express yourself and share your story? The Arts Council wants to hear from you. For as little as $20 a year, you can become a part of the larger community of your artistic peers exploring resources, collaborations, funding opportunities, and more. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966 please visit our website anytime at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org. Or stop into our offices inside the Epic Center in downtown Kalamazoo. We can't wait to meet you. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And we'll continue with Creative Cafe in just a quick second. Just want to pass along a quick traffic note, uh, thanks to a tipster letting us know of an accident in the area of Portage Road and Roman. So use a little extra caution as you make your way where you need to be out there this morning. Road crews are out there. Once again, your host, Kristen Chesick.
1: And we're back. I'm here this morning with Kathy Hewling, the Artistic Director of the Ballet Arts Ensemble. Good morning again. Good morning. Uh, You are celebrating your 40th year in production. Congratulations on that. Thank you. That is great. A long time uh, to be doing ballet in Kalamazoo. And uh, very proud of the fact that we do have an ensemble that's been here for 40 years. You became the Artistic Director um, or Ballet Mistress, right? Is that... Ballet What's mistress first. First, then, then the artistic, artistic director. director. So, artistic director in 2001. Right. Um, after Jerry James retired. And Jerry yeah. James was the founder. Yes. Uh, one of two founders, I think. Yeah, Betty Johamey and uh-huh. Jerry started the company. Okay. Um, were you choreographing with the company prior to, to when you took over as artistic director?
2: Yes, okay. most definitely. Um, in fact, our first Nutcracker, mm-hmm. which I choreographed for our ensemble, was in 1987. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, I was putting on a lot of ballets prior to becoming director. director.
1: yeah, That's great. Uh, this year, you're 40th. Um, you're reprising a 2010 production of uh, 12 Dancing Princesses as a part of this 40th. What's the storyline for that? Well, it's based on the grim
2: fairy tale, Mm -hmm. the 12 Dancing Princesses. It's very simplistic, like most fairy tales, in that these princesses go out every night, sneak out of the palace, Mm -hmm. and they dance and dance and dance and wear out their shoes. And so the king makes a proclamation that, Whoever finds out where his daughters go can have one of the girls as his wife. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, it's, it's all, of course, it's, it's princesses and it's dancing. So, you know, right. the young people really love that. And when we did it in 2010, mm-hmm. um, it was very well received and it was a very special project. For me, personally, because my father, mm-hmm. Dale Crooks, wrote the music for this. My dad was a, a, a pianist and a composer. And I went to him and I said, Dad, I want to do this this ballet. I want to create a story around this fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And But there's no music for it. Would you like to... Work with me on this, and so he did. Oh, wow! And, um, you know, I need a mazurka for this, I need a waltz for that, you know, mm-hmm. I need some scene music here, Dad. And we sat down and worked on it and put it together. And then I took his simple sheet music mm-hmm. and gave it to Harrison Orr of the KSO, yep. yes, and he orchestrated it. And we had a 28 piece orchestra oh, wow. symphony, Barry Ross mm-hmm. conducted. And um, oh, it was just so special. And it was very timely because my father was, he died shortly after that. Mm-hmm. He became ill and, and and passed away shortly after that. But he was well when it was all going on. And for him to sit in the audience and listen to that, you know, it was a great gift to him from me, which, sure. which was so special. So yeah, for this 40th year, I thought, what a, what a special thing it would be to reprise this. The, problem is that there are no recordings of the music. Oh, okay. So I had to get a live orchestra uh-huh. and of course I went to the KSO first sure but they could not do it because of a scheduling okay. issue okay so um, Frank Silva uh-huh. of the KSO has put together a, a professional orchestra for me
1: oh great yeah. So we will hear live music
2: yes absolutely with
1: the dancing yeah and uh, your choreography and your father's composition right how special is that <laughs> it's it's crazy that's yeah. great yeah that's great uh when is the production it's march 18th and 19th at okay. two o'clock just matinees mm-hmm. mm-hmm the matinees and then but there's a special i think there's a tea that you can also uh, purchase a ticket to, to go to
2: right there's going to be a princess tea after each performance mm-hmm. in that lovely reception room in the down the hall in Chattery in room. yeah mm-hmm. And yeah, you have to buy a ticket to get in there because, you know, there's only so much space. Right. And um, you have to have a ticket to the show. To be able to, to, be buy, able to buy a yes. ticket to the tea. but yes. you'll
1: be able to have tea with some of the performers. Is that my understanding? Performers will be there and, yeah. and I'll be you'll there. You'll be there, and, good. Yeah. And we're gonna have a little dancing floor and music oh, and well, isn't that I mean nice? dancing princesses. You gotta well, dance, you right? You do. You do have to dance, <laughs> even if it is a tea, tea and dancing. That's right. Well, that sounds like a very special event. Um, you had other productions that you chose to celebrate uh, BAE's forty years. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about those? Sure. We had uh, our concert. Our
2: first concert this season was in November, and it was kind of like a gala. It was a mixed rep. Featuring pieces from our last 40 years it was awfully hard to select what to do We've done so much, so I asked the alumni and uh, our patrons to you know throw me suggestions Which they did yeah, and so we had a wonderful Montage of 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 works, and we included the KSO Mm -hmm. They were part of that show Barry Ross performed Fritz Chrysler pieces on stage with our dancers live and uh, David Kerwin, uh, dance professor emeritus, he reprised one of his pieces that he had set on the company oh, wow. back well, in the nineties. Yes. So yeah, a lot of friends. Oh, uh, what a great way to celebrate the 40th. It was of course the weekend of the huge snowstorm. Yeah,
1: uh, yes. We can't, uh, can't that, help the
2: weather <laughs> sometimes, right? Well, you know, I got up in the morning it, we had tech and, and dress on Friday and the blizzard had hit and, um. People were calling me, are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? And I said, yes, the show must go on. There was no way I could cancel it or, yeah, you know. So anyway, sure. I said, come if you can. Mm-hmm. If
1: you can't, if you don't feel safe, don't come. Right. Everybody showed up. Uh, well, that's good. That's really good. So you periodically collaborate with other organizations, as you just said. So mm-hmm. KSO and that sounds like other professional uh, musicians and dancers within the community. Is this something that has always happened with the Ballet Arts Ensemble?
2: Well, it of course slowly developed over the years. KSO, of course, is is the big one. We've mm-hmm. done so many projects with them. It's not just Nutcracker. We've done, we've been part of their youth concert series and their family discovery series on many occasions. Peter and the Wolf. We've performed many, many times with them, and other projects too. So they're huge. But we've we've also worked with other groups, the Arts mm-hmm. in, Art Institute. I choreographed um, pieces uh, based on the works of Kirk Newman. Oh, wow. I had had an opportunity to work with him uh, back in the day, and he was definitely a man before his time, Mm -hmm. and uh, just had a pleasure working with him. And we've done some other things with, with the Art Institute, Kalamazoo Concert Band, um, Kalamazoo uh, Children's Chorus, uh-huh. who has performed in all of our Nutcrackers as the choir, the as snow, the, yeah. the snow, and so yeah, we we really feel we've we've included a lot of Kalamazoo in what sure. we do,
1: sure, mm-hmm. and that's it's nice, nice to be able to go to a ballet, but know that there are other uh, community organizations that you're collaborating with, you get to see on stage. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go to other um, folks? organizations you did you mentioned the Kirk Newman um, did so you choreographed the piece based on his right work? it was based on um, some of his drawings
2: okay and some of his sculptures uh-huh. and um, the people for instance yeah you know outside of the art Institute yeah. that's yep. one of his and and he was explaining to me that he said, I'm kind of making fun of the people that go into the art institute with all those different postures and poses that they have looking at artwork, <laughs> and so I did like a samba to it, and oh, cool. and yeah, he 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 really enjoyed it. Yeah, he, he was thumbs up. He said, for, "Okay." So you
1: performed that, that
2: during a BAE concert, then. Right. That's great. Right. On many occasions. Okay. Yeah. I want to mention too uh, our reaching out to community Um, we we give a lot of free tickets to Mm -hmm. so many underserved in this community Uh, we have a strong relationship with uh, Bronson's Children's Hospital and I just talked to Dr. Michael Leonwand yesterday about pulling in their you know, their sick kids and families into our dress rehearsal for this Twelve Dancing Princesses, which we have done Mm -hmm. all throughout the years. These kids Mm -hmm. can't go to a show, they're immune compromised, whatever the problems they're having. And so I invite them into our our dress rehearsals, more intimate, quiet, you know, setting. And we go to the hospital and Mm -hmm. entertain them there. We've done shows at their Gilmore theater there uh-huh. on, on a few occasions and they wheel the kids down from the hospital and watch the performances. So that's been a very special relationship.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Chenery Auditorium, March 18th and 19th. It's yes. just a couple of weeks away. Yeah. Uh, how do I get tickets? Okay, well,
2: if you go to our website, uh-huh. balletartsensemble.org, right on the front page there, it will direct you on how to get tickets. They they are being um, sold through the Kalamazoo Community Box, Box Office. office. Uh-huh. So you can call them or go down there too. But uh, yeah, just go to balletartsensemble.org Dot org.
1: or just baetickets.org and you can get tickets. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, hope to see everybody out at the uh, 12 Dancing Princesses on March 18th and 19th. Been speaking with Kathy Hewling, Artistic Director of the Ballet Arts Ensemble. Kathy, thank you so much and congratulations on 40 years. Thank you so much for having me here today.
0: Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Café. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture, composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. Art can include forms as diverse as prose writing, poetry, dance, acting, or drama, film, music, sculpture, photography, illustration, architecture, collage, painting, craft, and fashion. The Arts Council strives to support all these art forms and the creators that bring the art to us. But we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org, and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. It's a win-win. Now you know.